You're listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White, and today's episode is called Tragic Optimism. Are you like me? Are you feeling sick of the relentless stream of drama and bad news and crisis news that's going around and just wish you could find something more positive to read and share, something more uplifting and meaningful to focus on? Is your world getting clouded by all the bad news out there? Then you might be interested in the concept of tragic optimism and the opportunities that it can bring you to feel more positive and purposeful in challenging times like these. Let's start by defining tragic optimism. What exactly is it? Well, if you've read the book Man's Search for Meaning by Holocaust survivor Viktor Frankl, then you will know that he discusses that concept and he's defined it and he looked at life through the lens of a concentration camp. He talks about making suffering meaningful, about seeing guilt as a chance to improve yourself and about interpreting life's fragility and unpredictability as motivation to find meaning. Viktor Frankl found a way to transcend suffering in his time in the concentration camp through his own inner decision-making. So how does he define tragic optimism? Well, he says it's a state of being optimistic in the face of tragedy and in view of human potential. And he says that at its best, human potential always allows for three things. Firstly, turning suffering into a human achievement and accomplishment. Secondly, out of guilt, being able to define an opportunity to change yourself for the better. And finally, out of life, life's transitoriness or the state of being transitory, being able to define an incentive to take responsible action. So Viktor Frankl doesn't claim that we must suffer to discover meaning, but what he does say is that meaning can be found despite or even because of suffering. And that might lead you to ask, well, where does real happiness come from? Frankl says it comes from finding meaning in our lives because this is what provides our reason to be happy. It's really interesting that some further research has been done since this foundational work by Frankl. So more recently and after the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic, Anna Gottlieb has done some research that backs Viktor Frankl's concept of tragic optimism. And her study indicates that people who cope better in crisis are able to do so because they acknowledge suffering but without being pulled under by it. Gottlieb says that it's not about finding happiness or even distraction from sadness. It's about repairing our narratives and our lives. It's about learning to let go of the stories that we have around isolation and defeat, loss of control, worthlessness, and to be able to create new narratives and recast a more meaningful future where hope exists. I actually consider myself to be a tragic optimist in many ways. I believe that the negative stories we tell ourselves give our brains instructions on how to act. And so if all we're doing is talking about the negatives and that negative narrative, we're going to get stuck in that loop because it's what we're focusing on. I believe that it's only when we define new stories that we provide the clear instructions to our bodies and brains on how to step into our future selves and flourish. We provide new instructions on how to think and act in a way that helps us to do that, to become our future happiest self. And, you know, that's your work as a coach, is to help people to see the story that we're telling ourselves. 
to reveal the blind spots and to work through them so that we don't have to do those things anymore. Now, let's just be clear. When we're talking about tragic optimism, this is not one of those don't worry, be happy concepts. I hope you can really clearly hear that. But what it is about is honouring uncertainty, feeling comfortable with uncertainty and encouraging hopefulness. It's about recognising that we can all turn inwards and find new words, new ideas, new evaluations and then share them outwardly with the world and begin life again. So it sounds a little bit ethereal. You might be asking at this moment, well, how do you actually do this? So I want to start talking about that now. If you want to develop tragic optimism as a character strength, how do you do that? Well, one thing to do, for starters, is to avoid the happiness trap. And if you haven't heard of that, well, it's a concept offered up by Dr. Russell Harris. I've put some links in the show notes to his uh, references. He has a book of the same name called The Happiness Trap. And Russ describes an empirically supported model known as acceptance and commitment therapy, which he shortens to an acronym of ACT. Not ACT, apparently, but he likes the word ACT because it implies action. An ACT is an effective model that can help you to address suffering and find meaning and then ultimately happiness. And, you know, sure, you've probably heard of many ways and lots of disciplines that can help you to tackle suffering and find meaning, such as self-compassion and mindfulness and cognitive behaviour therapy. Well, a great thing about ACT is that it includes all of those aspects and more. The interesting nuance is that rather than focusing on striving for happiness, which a lot of self-help kind of authors and models and processes do, ACT teaches you to undermine struggle, avoidance and loss using a com combination of techniques, including mindfulness, acceptance, cognitive diffusion, and a focus on values-based living. So ACT has over 35 years of evidence in treating conditions from anxiety and chronic pain to weight loss and performance enhancement, and over 300 randomised control trials have been conducted that support the efficacy of ACT to alleviate suffering and promote human flourishing. And I think, isn't it amazing that by changing your relationship with your thoughts and feelings, you can transcend both physical and emotional pain? I think that's incredible. And in my opinion, if you want to find meaning and become a tragic optimist whose life is based on meaning and fulfilment, I think Russ is one of the best people around to help you. In my, in my world, he teaches you how to blow your own mind, so to speak by naming your stories and becoming a better internal storyteller, by separating yourself from your unhelpful thoughts, and by learning some simple tricks and techniques to defuse those thoughts and find true acceptance. And by doing this, you can stop chasing happiness, which is that trap that he describes as per the title of the book, and you can transform your relationship with painful thoughts and feelings and when you do that, you lessen their impact and their influence over your life. And in turn, that creates space for you to live a rich and more meaningful life, to gain a sense of vitality and fulfilment, and that is satisfying and long-lasting. 
Now, I know some people listening to this might rail at the thought of having to accept things. It's not a very comfortable idea, is it, to just accept things as they are, but have you actually considered the true definition of acceptance? Let's just be clear that it's not about tolerating things or people or putting up with things. That's not what acceptance is. Acceptance literally means taking what is offered. It means opening yourself up to what's happening right now. And if you want a firm first foothold to stop suffering and start taking action before what you want in life, acceptance is that foothold. So I just wanted to sum up the concept of tragic optimism. It's only a short episode today, by the way. In uncertain times like these, it can be pretty hard to feel positive or find hope in the difficult circumstances that are affecting all of us. But there are pioneers and researchers like Viktor Frankl, Anna Gottlieb and Russell Harris, who've done great work to prove that we can rise above the painful thoughts and feelings we have to become tragic optimists. And that's just simply a term to describe people who are able to transmit, transcend the unhelpful thought loops and to recraft our own story to gain more meaning, purpose, and ultimately freedom. I hope that's been helpful for you. I'm going to put a couple of links in the show notes for you if you're interested. Thanks for being here as always. I look forward to seeing you next month on the Habitology podcast. Remember to subscribe and share it with others. And I'd love it if you left me a rating on the podcast. Thanks for listening and bye for now.